Welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Weather Relationships. I am Morgan, and Esvi is off teaching the future generation at the moment. So, as you might have guessed, I have some bad news. This week we had another glitch with our recording software, which meant that my side of the episode did not record. Yes, we did the whole episode and did not get a finished product out of it. And since it's the first couple of weeks of school, we have been crazy busy and haven't had time to re-record. So instead, I've decided to release the segment on the reformed stalker I've been talking about lately as episode 22 and a half. Uh, If nothing else, it's a really interesting psychological case study, and it gives me hope for all these assholes we see on this show week to week. So, So it's a pretty good listen, and I hope you enjoy it. There is obviously a trigger warning for stalking in this one, but there's no physical violence or anything like that. Oh, and we definitely found a new recording software, so this doesn't happen again, because obviously we don't have time for this, especially now that school started and all that. So, enjoy! Okay, as promised, I'm, I might skim parts of this, um, but the, the original post is short. He had two posts. One was on relationships, and the other one was on legal advice, which, you know, if those oh, two no. cross over. <laughs> so we do have a guest this episode, and it's our legal advice. Welcome, our legal advice. Welcome. I don't think we've ever had our legal advice on the show before. No. Pop in that cherry. <laughs> yeah, so the original post is short, and then this person has a very long update that I probably won't read all, but then he has a nice, like, numbered list at the end. (laughs) Cool. Okay, Okay, so here's the original post um, that is since removed, uh, so you have to kind of do some digging to find it, but it's from Legal Advice. I had a falling out with a girl I love and got served a cease and desist order. What can I legally do? This is in Michigan. You can cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) He's 21, she's 19. Okay does not warrant the beta. I will give the short version of the story here. I guess if you need more context, see my other post. I met this girl in January of this year at the start of the second semester at our university when we worked in one of the rec centers together. She was a freshman and I was a junior. She started a co- uh, she started college a semester late, she said because of family issues. She said she was nervous about it, so I decided to show her around a bit. We got lunch a few times during the first month on campus and I gave her tours of the campus. We hit it off immediately and I knew I was in love instantly. well long story short i asked her out and she said no i was heartbroken but she agreed to still be friends parentheses unfortunately i don't have evidence of this since the conversation was in person i tried several times throughout the semester to show her what she meant to me but she ignored me and all the thought i put into all the gifts i gave her We had a falling out that involved me drunk calling her and her telling me to leave her alone when I tried to explain. I have spent the last month in absolute depression. I think about her every day. She blocked me on social media so I can't see her profile, but I haven't texted her since school ended. But it finally got to be too much for me. I decided I would try one more time to show her how much I love her. I knew the town she moved to school from. It's only like an hour away from me and I have family that live nearby. We have talked about it before. So I texted her and I told her I was coming to meet her. I was going to meet her at X coffee shop and I wanted to talk about everything. Once again, she couldn't even do me the respect of replying. I checked her Instagram that night and saw she was out partying that very night. There were pictures of her with alcohol. She is UNDERAGE in all caps. And her wearing skanky clothes. 
She told me she hated partying. It's like she has become a totally different person. So I did freak out a little. I told her about how much I cared and about how awful it was for her to just ignore me like that. That I was going to come to coffee shop on X day and if she could do me the respect of coming to see me. She never replied, but I caught it. She never replied, but I got a piece of mail today. It was a fucking cease and desist letter. She Yay! said she would quote <laughs> legal avenues if I didn't stop harassing her. What the fuck, Reddit? I need to know what I can legally do to talk to her and make sure she doesn't understand. I think he meant to say make sure she understands. I don't want to live a life knowing she hates me. From my research, a cease and desist letter isn't legally binding like a restraining order or anything, and I'm not harassing her since I don't have an intent to intimidate or hurt her, so she can't charge me with anything. Is all that true? Do I need a lawyer to respond to her letter? Thanks for all your help and for reading this. No, you just need to leave her alone. When a girl says no, she means no. <laughs> we can tell that it's really upset because she sings her response to the post. Oh, God. To, to me, the most telling part of this is I am not harassing her since I don't have an intent to intimidate or hurt her. That's like the most telling part. No, but you, it's not about tr being raw scary. It's, hey, I'm going to be in your hometown where you are without an invitation and I expect you to meet me. Like, regardless of whatever else you say or are doing. That's pretty intimidating. Yeah, and she has no way of knowing what he wants. The the comments are reading him a riot act. This is from three years ago. And Good. so the top comment is like, your post reads like a best of collection for things emotionally unstable people say and do in the build up to some serious dangerous activity. <laughs> And like, there's one I remember from when I read this originally. I think this might have been from the original, from the relationship advice post, but it was basically like, listen, she doesn't know what's in your heart of like, what is your intent? But you are acting like someone who is going to stalk her and break into her house and hide in her closet. Like, she doesn't know that you're not going to do that. You need to stop. And this one was locked very quick. There's only 79 comments the legal advice one but like the relationship advice one, i remember just being like chef's kiss of people being like stop <laughs> no but this is this is the general problem with this nice guy mentality right is they think they're being romantic and that they deserve some kind of respect and or yes. closure and instead of once they get the answer no going, okay, fine, it's painful, but I have to move on. They do shit like this. And when people are like, oh, but why couldn't you have just... Because the second you pick that phone up or respond to that text, you are feeding back to them, well, I have to call her 152 times and then she'll pick up. So the next time I'll call 153 times. It, it's not, I'm going to pick up the phone, tell you to go away, and he's going to go away. That's not going to happen. Because you're feeding into that ego of, she still really cares... She still wants to talk to me. I still have a chance. She's just misinterpreting my intentions. And if she just, if I could just talk to her and convince her that I'm a nice person, then, you know, she'll see that we're meant to be together. It's not about how nice you are. It's about how well you respect that other person's decisions and wishes. And she does not want to see no. him. <laughs> She's made that extremely clear. Like, I don't know how much more clear she could have made it unless she hired a <laughs> skywriter. I don't want to see you, Tim. 
like they hang out a couple times. He asks her out. She says no. And he's like, but I feel this way. So certainly you also feel this way. But like, don't want to hang out with me because of reasons like and him him saying like, oh, she's dressed like this and she's out partying. But she said that she hates partying so someone must be making her do this and this isn't who she is you know she's dressed like a skank she's also 20 19 19 i dressed like a skank when i was 19 and out do it while you can honestly i can't dress like a skank now <laughs> i got muffin tops but you know I, I i had this incredibly i had two incredibly indecent dresses that i would wear all the goddamn time when i went out and you know they made me feel nice but God, I think about those dresses now and I'm like, sweet Jesus Christ, how my parents let me out of the house wearing those things? I have no idea. I think I still have a couple of them in the back of my closet somewhere. Oh, no, I threw all mine out because I was like, mm, <laughs> this is never going to fit me again. Anyway, uh, so that was four years ago. And then this one is from, I don't know exactly how many months is in between, but about two years. So here's his updates. First, I want, uh, he does a lot of like, thanks, blah, blah, blah. thanks, here's what happened. First, I want to assure everyone that I didn't contact that girl ever again. Since since God. I moved, I no longer see her or go anywhere by where she used to live, go to school, or work. I don't know if I don't even know if she still lives in the same area or goes to the same school. I've avoided getting any information about her at all. The way I acted and the way I hurt her and scared her so much still haunts me. Part of me wants to track her down and apologize, but I know from my classes that one that can re-victimize her all over again. Two, it would be a selfish thing to do because it would be to clear my own conscience, not to make her feel better. If she wants to get closure by talking to me, I'm sure she can find me somehow. And three, I don't want to make the mistake of using an apology to make her feel manipulated to talking to me again. I learned in my classes that men do that a lot. I don't want to hurt her anymore, so I will work past the guilt while never talking to her again. I was distraught after my last post here. I admit I came here looking for validation, not help. I had a warped sense of entitlement that led me me to believe that no one would possibly disagree with me. But obviously, hundreds of people told me that I was fucked up, a predator, a stalker, and that I needed help. Oh, by the way, he is posting this to relationships. Okay. All of these people were right. I don't know what happened, but something clicked in me after seeing those comments, despite how combative and abusive I was in response to the comments. I checked myself into therapy in Michigan the week after I posted here. Yeah. I knew something was wrong, but I was still in denial. I thought I needed help with heartbreak. I didn't recognize that I actually needed help with identifying and combating my messed up belief systems that I used to justify stalking and victimizing that poor girl. After a few sessions, I started seeing a psychiatrist too. I got on mood stabilizers and I started to realize that something was very, very wrong with the way I was acting, something that couldn't be cured by medication. After talking it over with my therapist, I decided it would be best for me to move out of state to my aunt's house. Within a month of me posting here, I had moved into her house. After moving, I started the process of transferring to a new school next semester, working full-time, and continued to take my medication, and was transferred to a new therapist. I had a fresh idea of the issues I wanted to work on in therapy, but after a few weeks of having two therapy sessions a week, my therapist pointed out to me during a session that I was still exhibiting the same kinds of obsessive behaviors over women that earned me a cease and desist letter in Michigan. Though I wasn't stalking anyone at this point, I was just obsessing in my mind, which is still bad, but I wasn't actively victimizing anyone. I realized that in addition to therapy, I needed more help. My therapist pointed me to a class run by a local agency that was designed for men that have committed violent crimes against women, like domestic violence, assault, sexual assault, stalking, etc. Most of the men in the class are court-ordered to go as a condition of their probation slash parole, but you didn't have to be court-ordered to go, so I signed up voluntarily. Dang, dude. I know. <laughs> like... 
So good. This is like the biggest boomerang I've ever witnessed. <laughs> I have whiplash. I attend a two-hour class session every week, attend present tense, and have been attending for about a month now. The goal of this class is to help us recognize and change abusive slash violent behaviors. I know most of you are thinking, what kind of monsters can't recognize violent behavior? Well, people like me. People like me in my last post. I look like a normal person. I grew up in an upper middle class neighborhood. Monsters come in all shapes and sizes, and I fooled myself, and I fooled myself by saying because I didn't look like an abuser, because I wasn't like the abusers I saw on TV, that I wasn't one, but I am. I can't take back what I've done, but I can promise myself I will never victimize anyone else ever again. In conclusion, a lot has changed for me in the last three and a half months. I want to say that I do not blame my behavior on my mental illness, or anger, or the media, or whatever. I made a conscious decision to stalk and terrorize another human being because I thought I had the right to dictate how others interact with me. Well, stated. Mm -hmm. The class is a year-long class and I've only been in it for a month, but I've already learned so much. I've learned from my group that abuse is always a conscious choice and a learned behavior, but I believe that since I've learned this behavior and it's voluntary, it's totally within my control to change it. I've also learned from my group about the importance of having a non-romantic support system, so I made some male and female friends at work that invite me over to play video games with them. Don't worry, Reddit, these are actual friends and not just people I am stalking or believe I am in love with. I talked about this extensively with my therapist and try to be cognizant of my obsessive tendencies. Thank you to everyone who told it to me straight, and I'm sorry for how I decided to treat everyone who is just trying to give me the advice I asked for. Woo! Give that man a medal. (laughs) No, he gets nothing. He gets to have good, healthy relationships for acting the way he should have acted in the first place. That's the medal. But like... (laughs) That is, it's pretty good, yeah. The reason why I say that is the easiest point of action for him was continue being the way he was like and 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 never have any introspection introspective thoughts never consider that what he was doing was wrong and that is the course for i would say 50 percent at least is they just keep going doing the same thing they never learn anything he took himself to therapy continued going to therapy got medication realized he was the problem moved away like He took every single step he could possibly take in order to not be that person anymore. By himself. Like, dude, that's impressive. Like, and I totally get lashing out when you're get like, in the moment, when you're getting that, people telling you the truth about yourself and you're like, no. Yes. (laughs) And, And you react, like, in complete denial and you push back against it. But then he was like, wait, hang on. And thinking about it and giving it consideration and then... And then taking action. If later. all these people are saying this thing to me, there's only one person who's wrong, and that's me. Yeah. <laughs> is the conclusion he came to, which is difficult to do. And he's like, I don't blame anybody else, not the media, not like any of the women who I did this to. And I, I do like the language that he's using of like victimizing. Yes. Like it's not, uh, it's, it's a verb that he is doing like he is victimizing these people he is doing these things of his own choice right whereas like it it completely puts the responsibility on him it acknowledges what he's doing and gives himself the responsibility for those actions 
It sounds like that voluntary class is doing him a world of good. Yeah. Damn, I kind of want to hear from him again. I want another two years later update of like, hey, your class finished. Yeah. How are you now? Kind of curious. Well, he, um, that's his last post. Oh, ever, ever? Yeah, he's got some comments on it. And he, like, was answering questions from people. Uh, It's funny, because you see, like, three years ago, it's, like, negative, 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 negative. And then all of a sudden, his comments are extremely positive. (laughs) In karma. Yeah, he said skim this kind of he he posted like a bunch of points but i've had at least 10 people ask me for the name of the program i am in the program i am in is specific to my area so i'd rather not disclose the name however i encourage anyone who is concerned that they are controlling or abusive in their relationships with partners family or friends to google batterer intervention programs in my area i did some research today about the class i'm in and that is what these types of classes are called they all operate a little differently based on where you live and what program you do but we use stuff like the power and control wheel and there are steps in my program 12 steps i think number four i am not healed i have a lot of obsessive thoughts and i have to try really hard to have appropriate boundaries my meds have helped with this but it is a behavior and thought process i need to change and that can't be done with pills i have a lot of mental health issues duh based on my first post but honestly what you saw was just the tip of the iceberg i have never had real friends until the ones i have now Uh, before jamie i definitely engaged in stalking behaviors with both women i had crushes on and men i wanted to be friends with i was never as bad as it was with jamie but i still am sure i make people i made people feel uncomfortable i also have some self-harm behaviors that i'm working out so that to the person who is worried that i would use all of the good praise to say oh i'm perfect now so i can do what i want trust me i know i'm fucked up and i want to change i want to have normal relationships and friends i want to to not be known as that creepy kid at my new college. Please get help if you need it. Take it from me. All people are capable of change for the positive. Damn. <laughs> so good. And this is like like the one from a few weeks ago where he was treating the dad was treating his daughter yeah. son differently, but like dialed up to eleven. It sounds like he is probably some sort of like obsessive compulsive. Just some kind. That's a spectrum too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like this is the biggest change I've ever seen of someone who's yeah. Like, what one eighty? Jeez. Yeah, and I, I, I'm. This is probably some invented an invented um memory but i feel like i read the first one on relationships and then saw the saw the update when it came out when it was posted right but yeah it was just like oh my god people can change yeah that's insane it's so good and i'm really glad that he posted this too because it really shows like He's taking responsibility for his actions. And I know most of the time I do want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like there are, there's many factors that affect people. Like no one is born this way. Right. But ultimately it is your responsibility to change it. I like the phrase, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Right. And each person will, has to determine their own level of culpability. And at one point, if you're an adult, you have the choices to act in certain ways i don't know i'm rambling but (laughs) just it's very good it was very that was not the the update i was expecting (laughs) i know yeah and he's just like not only am i gonna like not talk to her anymore i'm gonna move out of state so she doesn't even have to worry about running into me on accident jesus Man, I, I don't even have anything to say about that. <laughs> he just, says it all. You keep going to your class, dude, and yeah, stay stay on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's important. And anybody can change. You just have to want to change. True. Yes. And it's okay. Like, and he says it's okay to make mistakes. 
Like, you're not going to be perfect right off the bat. But also, it's important to have that grounding person, aka his therapist, yes. to be like, is this normal? Yes? Great. I'll keep doing that. Because he just doesn't have a, a baseline of, right. like, what is normal versus unhealthy. So it's good to have that person who is paid to do that emotional labor and not just have a person, usually a woman, to, <laughs> to be your free therapist. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to be your free therapist. You People want to help you, but they don't want to be your therapist. So, And, like, I know it's, it's this is a privilege that he has, right? He was in college, so he probably had free health care through that system, and he's able to afford to go to all these things, which probably cost money. Uh, he didn't get in legal trouble for this like not any le real legal trouble right so he does have that privilege but dang Oof. oh lord <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. That's all we have for this one. We'll be back with a full episode next week when it's slightly less hot and we're slightly less exhausted. You can follow me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can follow our podcast at R the letter U the word serious pod. And you can email us at R the letter U the word serious pod at gmail.com. Additionally, you can follow Esme at Esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things and you can find our podcast on facebook at r the letter u the letter serious pod we will see you guys next week and remember stay hydrated and send us lots of recipes bye